What's up, family? Zach Pruitt here, and welcome to the Catalyst for Change podcast, where we help leaders lead better. I am so excited to get started with today's episode, Understanding Culture, where we're going to talk about understanding the culture we are in so that we can properly serve the culture and make a lasting impact. Well, happy Monday, everyone. I hope that you had a long weekend that was enjoyable and relaxing and that as you woke up this morning, your coffee was nice and hot. Uh, I don't really drink coffee that often, so unfortunately, I can't really relate to those who need your morning coffee to get you going. But hey, if that works for you, then I'm happy for you, and I'm glad that you get to experience that, and I hope that was your experience this morning. Uh, I want to hop right into today's episode because it is one that is so important as a leader, and that is understanding culture. In order to ever be effective in a culture, at minimum, you at least have to know how to understand it. Now, that doesn't always mean you have to be able to relate to it because there are times as a leader you want to work to shift culture, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But understanding culture, let me give you a little story here to help us dive into this and take us where we need to go. As you probably know at this point, I work for a business segment of United Health Group and Optum Services called Genoa Healthcare. And under this business segment of our family of businesses, we operate a chain of pharmacies all across America, and we specialize in placing our pharmacies inside of mental and behavioral health clinics and hospitals. So I'm a regional supervisor for our Kentucky and Tennessee locations. So before I took this recent promotion, I was over two locations in northern Kentucky. And these two locations were only at best three to five minutes away from each other. So they were incredibly close to one another, although they actually were in two different cities. They both kind of sat near the city limit lines, um, but they were still close to one another. So we place our pharmacies inside of mental and behavioral health clinics. However, in this particular instance, both of the locations that I was over were within the same behavioral health group or clinic. It was all the same group, just different branches or locations of the same clinic. This was a fairly large group as they had somewhere between 10 and 12 locations just in our area. So very well known and pretty large. But we as a company, we're talking about Genoa and United Health, only had three locations inside of their clinics. And so I was over two of them. I hope that you're following along still. Typically, anytime you have a large group or organization like this clinic was, or really ideally, anytime that a business has more than one location, the idea is that you make each location as much of the same as you can. So that once you've stepped foot inside one location, you've basically basically stepped inside them all. The look, the feel, the culture, all of that should basically be the same. It's kind of like Chick-fil-A or any other restaurant. If you've been inside one, you know them all. Same with Walmart or Kroger or whatever other large retail store you may be accustomed to. They're all nearly identical. Well, this was not the case at all. 
for these two locations that I was over. Both of these clinics were incredibly different, almost night and day difference. Everything about them. I mean, yeah, they obviously had the same signage and same procedures and that sort of thing, but that's about it. For example, my main location of the two was a total of four stories tall plus a basement. The office was located on the fourth floor, and this was pretty much a, a pretty good sized office building with doctors and nurses and therapists and housing specialists and all sorts of other staff. I mean, it was a place with a lot going on. But then you drive three to five minutes to this other location, and it's a small one-story building. You might have up to three staff in the reception area, and at best, maybe five to six other staff members in the building. Ten, ten people in the entire building at most. You walk in, and the waiting area was almost always completely empty. Different decorations, different flooring, different walls, just a completely different vibe and atmosphere. And as the one leading this thing and responsible for making sure that our pharmacy, our location was successful inside of this clinic, I had to learn how to understand and readjust myself and my thinking on reaching the clinic staff and clients differently than I did my other location. Because truth be told, my main location was so busy and flourishing that I didn't hardly have to lift a finger. The business just came and it worked well on its own. But this other location would require me to do things differently, market differently. And even though there were minutes apart, the culture of people even who came into one clinic versus the other was totally different. You want, about, you want to talk about taking me for a loop. And I went into that thing assuming that I already knew everything there was to know. And all that I had to do was keep doing what I was already doing at my main location, but that was far from the truth. And as a leader, we have to be able to understand the culture that we are operating in and dealing with. Okay, let me try this. Have you ever heard of the movie Zootropolis? Hmm, probably not. How about this? Have you ever heard of the movie Zootopia? Guess what? It's the same movie. In America, the movie is called Zootopia. But in the UK, it's called Zootropolis. Because Disney said that the name Zootropolis would stick out better to the UK audience. So they released the same movie in the UK as the US. They just named it something different in both countries. How about this one? You know the movie, The Avengers? Of course you do. Okay, same thing. In the UK, what we know as The Avengers in the US is actually called Avengers Assemble in the UK. How weird is that? That doesn't even sound right. I mean, honestly, I don't think I can get down with that. Okay, sorry, UK. But Avengers Assemble? No, 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 no. It's The Avengers. But no, not, not in the UK. So sometimes it's okay to keep doing the same thing that you're already doing. You just need to approach it a little bit differently. That is understanding culture. That's understanding that what you are doing might be the best, but how you're going about it isn't the most effective. We have to be able to understand how to best relate the same information to different groups of people. It's the same message, 
just different delivery. I do the same thing as a pastor when I'm ministering. I'm able to go into different churches and read the audience enough to adjust my message delivery in a way that I know will resonate with them better. But I'm probably not going to preach to my home church family or my young adult ministry the same way. I can take the exact same message and deliver it totally different based on where I'm at. It's understanding culture. I'm not changing my message. I'm still saying the same thing. I'm still getting the same point across. I'm just going about it differently. Again, before you will ever reach a culture, let's take it down to a personal level, before you will ever even reach an individual, a person, before you will ever be effective in their life, you have to at least understand how they receive things, what their worldview is, how they perceive things. It doesn't mean you have to agree with it, but you at least need that knowledge and understanding about that person. And from there, you can do with it what you need to. Because sometimes, especially as a leader, you need to change culture. You need to, to you know, you don't... You don't like what you see in your organization, your team, your staff. So you need to change it. And that's getting way too deep for the scope of this episode. But even when you are changing culture, you have to understand it so that you can relate the same information to your people in a different way so that they perceive it properly on their own terms and not yours. Man, I hope that you're getting this today. One definition given is this. Culture is the character and personality of your organization. It's what makes your business unique and is the sum of its values, traditions, beliefs, interactions, behaviors, and attitudes. Now here's where things get tricky. Individuals have their own culture that they are accustomed to, and then businesses have their culture. And somehow as a leader, you need to get this, somehow as a leader, You have to cause your business culture or your organizational culture to become so prevalent that even when individuals who are of other cultures come into your business organization, they adapt to your organizational culture and not your organizational culture adapt to theirs. Because people come from different ethnic backgrounds, social status backgrounds, they have different home lives, theologies, values, what they deem as acceptable behavior and attitude, and they are coming into your organization culture that may or may not align. And this is hard because as a leader, your organizational culture has to be so prevalent and overpowering that it dominates people's personal cultures so that when they read the atmosphere, when they walk in, that they submit to the culture of your organization. Now, at face value, I'll admit, this sounds psychotic. It sounds crazy. It sounds like a dictatorship. But I can assure you it's not, okay, first of all. And in fact, it's actually way more prevalent than you realize. Because here's a fact. I guarantee you that you have never walked into a Ruth's Chris steakhouse or any other formal steakhouse wearing ripped up jeans, raggedy shoes, and a worn out t-shirt. Why? Because you know that it is not appropriate for that restaurant's culture. Now, you may have went into McDonald's wearing that, but not Ruth's Chris. Why? You're submitting to their culture. 
And so this is what leaders must also do with their teams, is create and cultivate such a powerful and prevalent culture that it overpowers all others. But it starts with first reading and understanding the culture that you're dealing with. In fact, listen to this, 38% of business leaders and owners say that one of the ways they foster cohesive workplace culture is by soliciting internal feedback from their team, by, by asking questions and understanding first what everyone else's thoughts and opinions are. And believe me, if you ask for someone's opinion, you can best believe you're going to get some opinions, okay? And unfortunately, we're, we're getting to the end of today's episode, but it's on this note that I really want to leave you with because this is the main key to truly understanding culture. And it's by what I just got done saying. It has to start with having conversations with your people and by soliciting internal feedback. If you want to understand the culture that you are dealing with, start asking questions. And if you don't know, ask. If you don't understand, ask. If you want to know more, just simply ask. Solicit that internal feedback from your people and they will give you their opinions. They'll give you their thoughts. And that will help you gain an, a better understanding of the culture and the people that you are dealing with. And then you can take that knowledge and go from there to effectively lead your organization and create a culture, but not only create a culture, but to understand how you relate that culture to the others so that they understand it and are accepting of it. And then before you know it, you're like a Chick-fil-A or a Walmart or a Kroger or a Ruth's Chris. People begin walking in and they take their culture and they submit it to yours. Again, it's not dictatorship. Like I said, it, it happens way more than you probably even realize. But it's so true. There is an organizational culture that you can create to where people walk into that and they submit to it because that culture is greater than theirs. And they know that the organizational culture must reign and preside over everything whenever they walk into your organization's doors. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Zach underscore Pruitt and Twitter is at Zach underscore Pruitt 96. All that info and more is at ZachPruitt.com. If you would, please be sure to subscribe or the follow button to stay up to date with all new episodes and be sure to rate as well. That helps more than you know. Listen, I hope that you have an incredible day and week. My name is Zach, and this is the Catalyst for Change podcast, where we help leaders lead back.